Letter number three, a time for big decisions. My dear students, I applaud your decision to study at Yeshiva University. This decision will likely influence many other decisions that will make an imprint on your future, such as your choice of friends, your choice of major, your choice of profession, possibly your choice of spouse, and your choice of community. It all begins here. I have personally faced these kinds of decisions all of my life. Like many of you, one very consequential decision was where I would study post-high school. When I graduated, I left the small world I knew so well and began to feel more inspired and challenged by my Jewish tradition and teachings. That decision taught me that sometimes you have to leave home to find home. Learning at Yeshivat Haratzion was a major turning point in my life as the gap year experience is for many of you. Externally, I stopped wearing jeans and t-shirts and adopted the uniform of what I thought a Ben Torah was supposed to wear, a polo shirt and dockers. Now looking back on it now, it's funny how we use these externalities to make statements about changes that were happening on the inside. Even during my years at YU, we used clothes to define us, sometimes without bothering to articulate and interrogate the values that lay behind our choices. Clothing also created artificial divides during those years, like between those who dressed more casually and those who dressed in black and white every day. It was only afterwards, when I moved into the world beyond YU, that I realized how small these differences were in the larger scheme of our most important commitments. The Torah brings us together in terms of our values and behaviors. These are the truly important things. But beyond the superficial expressions of change, there were deeper internal shifts taking place in my heart and mind. The sense of responsibility to study Torah that I had already felt for years previous was now coupled with a real enjoyment of learning. For the first time, I truly appreciated the depth of a sugya, a passage of Talmud, and its conceptualization. I understood that there was a layered conversation taking place in the text and around it. I saw role models of Hatmada, devotion to learning, all around me in the Beit Midrash, and I met rabbis who shaped my thinking and halachic observance. Mori Varabi, Rabbi Aaron Lichtenstein, was the first person to really open my eyes in terms of growth and learning. Due to his influence, I started to learn Torah seriously. My days in yeshiva were filled with poring over Torah texts hour after hour in the Beit Midrash. It was there that my appreciation for Torah developed and my passion for learning was sparked. It was also Rabbi Lichtenstein who helped me understand and appreciate the Mada in Torah Umada. At times, not during night or day, as the Gemara Menachot says, I started to explore many works of great literature. I was inspired by Rabbi Lichtenstein's breadth and depth in matters of Torah and in academic disciplines. The first book that I loved was Thomas Hardy's Tess of the Duubervilles. There was deep poignancy in reading about Tess's pain, and on some level, I even suffered with her and took solace in the way she observed the world. Who cannot be moved by Hardy's description of her? She moved about in a mental cloud, of many-colored idealities, which eclipsed all sinister contingencies by its brightness. I also began to read Russian literature and English translation. 
Leo Tolstoy and Fyodor Dostoevsky accompanied me during my years of study in Israel. So much of what they wrote spoke truth to my own experience of the human condition. But even more than assisting my personal self-discovery, the great works of literature gave me entree into experiences I never had. The complexity of the human experience that I saw in literature brought a new range of emotions to light for me. Many other people travel to expand their world. For my perhaps more narrow confines, reading was my grand exposure to humanity more broadly construed. Rather than taking away from my learning and religious growth, reading added to my spiritual pursuits, expanding my understanding of the human heart, its sorrow, and its delights. Through story, I felt I was gaining a better understanding of the world and of myself. I learned in Haaretzion for two years. During my second year there, my relationship with Rabbi Lichtenstein intensified. When I started Haaretzion, I just hoped he would know my name. But by the time I left, I had a Rebbe. I learned and grew during my years there, and that relationship with the Rebbe, who introduced me to a different way to study Torah and approach life, colored the rest of my life. After spending two years on a mountaintop in Israel studying Torah, I returned to New York to attend Yeshiva University with an intensified religious passion. There I discovered newfound challenges and developed close friendships that would guide me through the years there and continue to inspire me today. But just like leaving home, only when I left YU did I really begin to understand YU. I'll explain what I mean in the pages ahead. In the meantime, settle into your new environment, enjoy dorm life as I did, take pleasure in your studies, meet new people, introduce yourself to our terrific faculty, spend time in the library or in the base, get to know New York, walk the paths of Central Park or the boards of Chelsea Pier, peruse the shelves of the New York Public Library or the paintings at the Met, relish late-night shawarma on the Wolf Campus or sushi at Stern with friends. Maybe I'll see you at Chop Chop or Tiberius. These are the experiences that will turn into memories that will stay with you forever. Warmly, Ari Burke.